Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Alrighty, folks, shout out to Millennium Mike for this wonderful idea. We are interviewing brand new real estate investors, and today we have Justin to the show. How you doing, Justin? I'm doing great. What about you? Oh, man, I'm doing good. This is, real, this is a lot of fun for me, talking to people in the early part of their real estate investing journey. Uh, Justin, why don't you tell the audience who you are, what you do, where you're at, where you invest, and we'll go from there. So my name is Justin Nelson. I'm actually from Kentucky. Um, I'm an investing about two years. Um, I'll be coming up on my third year this year. And I've in that short amount of time, I went from basically no rentals at all, watching Millennial Mike's channel originally uh, before I discovered you. And uh, kind of inspired me. We used to play a video game together. Um, and when really? he shifted, I kind of shifted just the same and started buying real estate. So I've got uh, zero from zero properties to 18 properties. Wow. You and, you and Millennial Mike are having a race. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I feel like he, he does, uh, he does really good about explaining stuff. Like I, I was trying to look for places to put my money and, and, um, when I came across his channel, definitely like pretty inspiring for sure. Very, very cool. Well, there's a lot to unpack here, zero to 18 units, but I always got to start with the first one. Uh, Justin, where's the, where's the journey start? What was that first deal? Um, so my first property was actually, I think the very hardest to get into. Ah, right. <laughs> it's, uh, I kept looking on MLS, uh, Kentucky, like many places. And I, I just didn't know, honestly, what I was looking for. I didn't want to pull the trigger because I was super scared. Mm -hmm. um, but I, my first property I ended up buying was a fourplex in oh, wow. okay. uh, Radcliffe, Kentucky. Um, okay. And I actually found it on the MLS. I didn't really have that many contacts at the time, so super hard to find deals per se. But honestly, looking back now, that was probably the best property I've ever purchased. Really? So, well, let's, let's unpack that a little bit. Uh, so what year, first off, did you buy the fourplex? Was that 20... So, or what? what? That that was, I believe it was August of 2021. Okay, so August of 2021. All right. That property, um, in the beginning, it was a decent property. Um, I the rents were about 700 for or anywhere from well 675 to 725. It was three bed, uh, one and a half bath. Wow. Fenced in backyard, each unit, um, each unit had a storage unit. Very nice. And uh, it was actually just built in like 2012. Oh, so, so wow. So you've got a relatively new fourplex. They really act like individual units with storage in backyards. Yeah. Is it like shotgun style, like they're side by side? Yeah, shotgun style. Okay. Um, how's they how's have, parking? Uh, I'm sorry. What's parking like? um it's it's about Car two cars. two uh cars like per it's like off street okay but All there's right. two two uh for each unit oh, and then it cars. has like okay. a three um 
parking places for like guests. So, I mean, it's actually a pretty decent amount of parking. Actually, yeah, I when, so. I, when I purchased this property, they had a, uh, they were asking really high dollar for it. It was like 395,000. Yeah. And at that time I didn't want to give, you know, nothing to nothing because I was so scared that I was going to mess up. So yeah, I came in with a $300,000 offer and they didn't even, they didn't even come back at me and say, uh, like counter anything. So they just said, give me your best offer. Okay. And, All right. and so I came back again at 335. The, okay. the current rents kind of made sense. It covered the mortgage. Uh, okay. I factored in the property management fees, maintenance, um, you know, insurance, all that stuff. And <clears throat> I was thinking it could go more than 675 for sure. And based right. on what I was seeing on Zillow prices and uh reno meter. Yeah. Um, I was guessing it could probably go for around eight fifty nine hundred. Okay. And, um, that property by itself currently cash flows about seventeen hundred a month. Wow! So it's uh the rent. I mean, COVID hit, of course, inflation hit, and rents went up. But you know, even at the current price that I bought it at, it still cash flowed really great. So when the inflation hit, it just kind of boosted it up even more. I I, I got to ask because I think I'm about to be very jealous. Uh, what interest rate did you get? on your debt um so that one was a 3.85 i believe it was and i want to but be I clear messed up. oh no you messed up. oh no tell me how you messed up <laughs> so since it was my first property <clears throat> they asked me they said do you we have two choices you can either put it in your llc okay and you can have uh the arm loan sure or you can put it in your personal name. You got to put another 5% down and you can lock the rate. Ah, oh, okay. It, and I said, well, I don't know. I want to put it as least as I can so I can buy another one, which was good. Yeah, I bought yeah, another yeah. one, but I also didn't lock that rate. Yeah. But when I seen the rates start going up, the the next properties, I started trying to lock if I could. All right. So, um, I'm, it sounds like you haven't had, so did you have a chance to go back and refi that property and lock it in or is it still on the five-year arm? It's still on the five-year arm. I should have. All right. Well, lesson learned. You won't make that mistake again. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. That was, yeah. You won't, you won't do that again, right? <laughs> no, I won't make that mistake again. There you go. There you go. I, I like it. Um, so it sounds like again you offered three hundred. They said, "Hey, best and final." You said three thirty-five. It sounds like they said yes. Yeah, and I also requested a bunch of repairs. So anytime I've ever bought a property, mm -hmm. I either try to get them to pay closing, or I try to get them to pay whatever repairs that they find in the home inspection. Sure. All right. So when you bought this property, did you have to put twenty percent down? Uh, this one I put twenty percent down. Yes. You're like. I forget. Did you tell me how many, how old you are? How old are you? Oh, I just turned 29, like three days ago. So, so, so you're 20. So you started doing this at 27. Uh, when I was 26, 26. Okay. So, so you were able to save, I'll call it 70 grand for this first purchase. How does a 26 year old do that? So my first property, uh, Pretty much, I was just getting out of college. 
it ended up getting a job at the university. Um, throughout the whole time I was in college, I was working two to three jobs. So pretty much I didn't have, I guess, the, the life or the ability to go hang out with my friends anytime I wanted. Yeah. Um, you were I mean, I was money. working. Yeah. Yeah. I want, so, I want people you, to hear, I, I want Justin, I'm sorry to interrupt. I want people to hear this because again, the path to getting wealthy is really, really simple. Step one, create disposable income. That is income that you could save and do whatever the freaking heck you want with. You're 22, 23, 24 years old, going to school, getting an education and working multiple jobs and saving money, AKA disposable income. You are very unique in that way. I'm sure a lot of your friends were just balling out FOMO, this, yeah. that, the other thing. Congratulations. Good for you. And, you know, Millennial Mike inspires you to get started in real estate and you start learning that. So kudos to you for taking action uh, and doing, and frankly, doing the hard work. So congratulations. I appreciate it. I was even on two sports teams at the time of college. Wow. So, what'd you play? What'd you play? Uh, bowling and archery. There you go. All right. I like it. Uh, so the fourplex, it obviously it wasn't a house hack. It's not like you lived in one of the units. No. Just a straight up fourplex. All right. So that's four of the 18 units. Where do we go next? So from that point, I ended up getting a duplex. This was also came off the MLS. Mm -hmm. um, and it was located in Hodgenville, Kentucky. Now, and, are these close together? Forgive me, I don't know Kentucky. Are we are we talking um, hours apart or minutes? About 35 minutes, rough oh, estimate. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So, so not too far away. My strategy was I really wanted to stay outside Louisville, Kentucky. Um, that's our big city that's in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really like – I've heard a lot of bad stuff about renting. A lot of people like Louisville. I just personally – my strategy was if I could stay outside the city, a city eventually grow. And right. maybe it would appreciate my assets even more. I think that's so, very, that's wise. I like that. So I ended up buying my next one in Hodgeville. And this one, every every property I've had, I've learned a lesson on. But this one was even worse oh, of no. a lesson. Um, so I locked the interest rate, which is really good. Yeah. But whenever I was at the closing table, I was working with this bank. And they was telling me, you need this amount of money down and um, and I, I went through all those hoops and showed them how much money I had in the bank, et cetera. And I got to the point of closing and they said, oh no, we can't do, we can't do the loan this way. We have to change it. And so we need you to come up with an extra 5%. Jeez. And this was like the week before. And I was like, wow. I don't know. I don't have a clue where I'm going to get extra 5%. I wasn't right. anticipating that. Right. So um, I started trying to use a line of credit because um, that's what loan officer was trying to suggest. They said you can't do that. Yeah. So I ended seasoned. up having to have a friend basically yeah. gift me the money. Yeah. And then upon closing, I had to gift him the money back. Yeah. So we okay. were square. Yeah, you made you you made it work, but yeah, they they threw some hoops at you. So and and this one, um, I actually also used. I borrowed against the reti my retirement to okay. basically as a down payment too. I, I kind of went a little bit above what I probably should have did, but I knew it would make the money back and the other fourplex was cash flowing like crazy. So 
it made sense to borrow that because I could pay it back easily. And my job yeah. was pretty good money as well. So just so I'm clear, when you say borrow from one your 401k, that's your current employer, right? You take Correct. out a, yeah. So I did that too. I did that almost every year of the last decade. I borrowed some, paid it back, borrowed some, paid it back. Yeah, I've, I've done that plenty of times. So that's cool. All right, we're up to six units. Where we go next? So the next time was, um, it, that duplex was in February, 2021. I mean, 2022, I'm sorry. And then uh, August of 2022 and September of 2022 is when I purchased my next two fourplexes. So they were back to back. Okay. Um, nice. I was super excited about these because I knew the moment I signed those papers, there was so much equity in these that ah. it wasn't even going to be funny. Okay. So I couldn't pass up not buying both. How'd you and, find them? I'm sorry. How did you find them? Um, so the first fourplex I ended up taking and going to the bank and asking for a business line of credit mm -hmm. because I knew that the value of that fourplex was worth more than what I paid for it. No, and I'm sorry. Actually, How, how'd you find the deal? Sorry, my bad. How'd you find oh, those two? How did I find the deal? Um, those fourplexes, I actually called a real estate agent about a property. It was listed on market okay. and I kept searching many different, like, property management companies. Well, this real estate agent happened to work for a property management company. And she told me she had some sellers that or some property owners that possibly would want to sell. Okay. And so she could reach out to them. Cause I told her I was primarily interested in multifamily. Yep. And um, if they were interested, then she'd let me know. Sure. So when she reached out to them, I said, Oh, definitely. I'll take both of them. I didn't nice. have a clue how I was going to come up with the money yet, but uh, I've done that. I want them. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to pay for it, but we figured it out. That's, so, that's, uh, that's awesome. I love that. I went to the bank and I was like, Hey, I got these properties. They have tons of equity in them. Like, how can I, how can I make this work? And my loan officer suggested maybe like a business line of credit. Okay. And so we ended up getting my fourplex appraised. And it came back at four hundred twenty-two thousand. The one and you only paid three thirty-five for. Paid three thirty-five. Yep. Not a year later. This is a year later you did this. Yeah, one year later. You're a, and, you're uh, a rock star. Okay. So I took that equity and the little bit of money that I had saved up in the bank, and mm -hmm. also borrowed against my retirement. I just had paid it off. Yeah, I've done <laughs> that. I know exactly how that feels. And uh, ended up dumping all that into those properties to buy those, which I just had those two appraised actually. Um, so I gave 275 and 278 for those two fourplexes. Wow. And okay. I just had them appraised and they appraised for 360. So, wow. and that's as a residential income base, they appraised yeah. at 426. And so they said that the income base that they would weigh it more heavily since it's investment property. Sure. Wow. So, um, so you obviously bought them with a ton of equity in it. Um, how, how'd that, I mean, was it negotiation? Did you name a number? Did they name a number? How'd you, how'd you buy them for 50, 60 K undervalued? So that particular neighborhood, um, is, I don't know, kind of a little bit more ran down a little bit. Sure. Um, all the properties are built in 2006. And what happened was, is back when 
our, back during that time frame, the president had announced, hey, we're going to bring in tons of sh- soldiers and we're yeah. just going to fill these uh, properties full of soldiers and Fort Knox, Kentucky is yeah. going to be the biggest base there was. Well, they, they built all these fourplexes and the market had dipped. And when it did, a lot of people basically ended up going to foreclosures. Mm. Um, they started competing with one another for rent value. Yeah. And so historically, those properties are so cheaper and the people that owned them previous couldn't repair them. Sure. And so basically, I just went in there. I ended up putting, it was about um, 18,000 rough estimate in them. Yeah. And okay. um, a lot of the work I did myself besides the oh, AC nice. units. Sure. And it just shot the value up tremendously mm-hmm. because they started comparing it to properties that were more updated, different yeah, things like stuck. that. So nice. Wow. This is a lot of fun. So I think we're at 16 units now. It sounds like you got one duplex left uh, on the well, journey to 18. I'm at. Four, or, we're at 14 or, currently or 14 my bad bad math you're right 14 so you got a fourplex left yeah so my duplex that i purchased in february of 2022 mm-hmm. i felt like there was a little bit of equity in that as well um i had bought this i bought that property i never did tell the price but i bought that one at 312 oh, and it was a total of um 2400 square feet per side oh that's huge so yeah. It was is huge. Four bedroom, two bath, basically wow. two different living rooms, uh, and a carport. Like I mean, not okay. a carport, but a garage. Okay. On each side. Um, wow. Building big in Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when I had them do, like do appraisal on that one, I, I took out a line of credit just like I did on the other ones. And took that to buy another fourplex along with the, the remaining cash I had at the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of using the, we've got the the, uh, the retirement paid off again. So I'm kind of using that as like a buffer in case anything ever happens sure. um, or I come across another deal. But basically use that du- duplex as equity to pay for another fourplex. And I bought this fourplex at 300000 they ended up giving me 13,000 back at closing 13,500. So basically, uh-huh. uh, what? 287, 286, yep, 500. Yep. And, uh, this fourplex sits right next to the other two that I bought that appraised for <laughs> those. Wow. So I ended up coming out ahead on that one too. I used the 13.5 to put back in the building, yeah. put an extra, uh, 3000. I haven't quite updated all the way yet to the other ones. Yeah. But basically, instant equity on those two. Jeez, Justin, you're rocking and rolling. So when you look at your portfolio today, you're sitting at 18 units. Um, where do you go next? Are you just are you going to focus on operating these for a little while? Do you keep looking? Where Where does Justin go in 2024? Uh, I think what I've got planned, kind of in the future, is I've got two more fourplexes I'm looking at currently. Wow. Um, I like it. You have to stop. <laughs> I, um, I have a lot of equity in my properties. Um, mm-hmm. When I sit down and did the math, I'm currently at 1.1 million. Net in, worth? In equity between all the properties. And it, I want to, so, sorry. So 
20, I wrote it down. August of 2021, you have zero units just before you close. Your net yes. worth at that time is probably what? I had hundred grand. At that time, maybe? I had a total of, I think it was approximately 96,000. Let's call it a hundred grand. So you go yeah. from a hundred grand in August of 2021 to 1.1 million in December of 2023. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So somebody's watching this. What's the advice for somebody who's watching this? I mean, clearly real estate works. I mean, you got to buy right. You got to know what a deal is. You're recycling capital clearly. Um, what's some advice and then maybe some words of caution? Because maybe some people don't like debt, right? And doing all these things maybe would spook them a little bit. But what's some advice and then maybe words of caution? I would say some advice if I had to do it all over again. Um, I'd say don't overthink stuff. That's my biggest issue is I always overthink everything. I never want to jump into anything real quickly. And I lost so many properties in 2021 trying to find that perfect like textbook yeah. investment that everybody talks about. And honestly, I think if, um, which I still landed a good property, the fourplex that I was telling you about, yep. mm -hmm. but you know, if I would have done it a little bit sooner, um, or if I would have not been as scared, I think that would have been a lot further along. And also I think not blowing money like crazy. It's so easy. Yeah, like so even easy. now, even now I catch myself like, um, like blowing more money than what I should. And I have a daughter that um, is actually got some medical problems with her. So a lot of our money goes to her, but you know, sometimes uh, like actually 90% of our money goes to her, but sometimes I find myself like wanting to buy something new or whatever. And I have to step back and say, Hey, you know, I need this right now. Like, right. Um, and I think that was my biggest issue. I went out even with buying all these properties and stuff, I went out and bought a new car. Mm. Probably shouldn't have done that, but, yeah. but, um, you know, I messed up. So I'd say try to keep expenses low as possible and for long as possible. Yeah, you got you got to get you got to let that momentum build, right? Instead of going yeah. backwards. Yeah, I like that. And just I, I say spend, you know, wait until you get you know, fifteen plus units, because I think okay. I think when you really start feeling the rental income is when you get at least ten. Everybody's yes. got their own opinion, but I feel it's personally ten. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean. I think if you get to four, you can fundamentally make your retirement different because once you pay them off. But yeah, if you can get to 10, the cash flow starts to build. Yeah, that, that makes yeah. sense. And I'd say probably my words of caution would be just make sure that you figure in like all numbers on a rental property because I've done that too. Um, like I actually, and always make sure you look at a property and don't just bid on it because the market's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yes. Please look at them. Yes. I did mess up back in, um, uh, after I bought my first, my, or my duplex after my fourplex, I was like really hungry to get into something else yeah. and everything was just flying off market super quick. And I was like, man, I'm never getting nothing. Yeah. So I, I bid it on this, uh, regular home 
on the MLS they had that they had new flooring, new roof, uh, uh, just renovate the kitchen, paint it. And I was like, man, this is perfect property. And I, I went to go look at it and I don't weigh very much. I'm probably like 178 rough estimate. I mean, I'm not super big, but I almost fell through the floor in the bedroom. <laughs> and I was like, this is not anywhere. Not good. Not good. Yes, so, please go watch them. Don't believe pictures. Don't believe description. That's yes. good advice. That's good advice. Well, Justin, man, uh, you are an inspiration. I hope people watch this. I hope they rewatch it. Um, it is possible. Do the work. Take action. Uh, never stop looking. Live below your means. Um, so much wise advice you gave us, Justin. Is there a way people can follow you or anything like that? Uh, yes. Yeah, so my Instagram is actually, it's freedom in the letter N and real estate. And ah, I've actually got a uh, YouTube channel. I just started. It's not very good yet, but I'm trying to work on um, kind of video editing, uh, cre creating content, different things like that. Right. And hopefully give some good information on kind of my journey and hopefully help oh, others. I think, I think, I think a lot of people will check it out. Is the YouTube channel the same name? Uh, I, I believe. Yeah, it is. And what is that again? One more time. Uh, freedom in the letter N and real estate. Awesome. Freedom in real estate guys. Check them out. Justin, thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, saying yes to my crazy request. You are amazing. Take care, brother. <laughs> Thanks. You too.